This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about Dan Snyder and his latest shenanigans. We talk about the Redskins play in the Pro Bowl and the upcoming NFL championship game. This and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome. Yo, yo. If you can't tell, I'm in a great mood because the Redskins did not lose this week. Woo! Dude, we are the off-season champions. Awesome. We didn't lose or at this least, week. Or at least the champions of off-season ridiculously stupid idiot news. And, and listen to this. If you guys know anything... You know that there's a great possibility that there could be scabs next year. And you know who is scabs. the awesomest at scab football? Whoa! No way, dude! The Washington Redskins. Oh, I thought you were going to say Keanu Reeves. No. <laughs> no way! Way, dude. No, just Keanu Reeves, the replacements. And the uh, kicker, you know, the English kicker and the dude that was a security guard at 7-Eleven and all those guys. <laughs> the English kicker, man. Oh, wait, that was real. Room. That's right. That was based on real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you want to base something on real life, you need to get Canoe Reeves to act. <laughs> Canoe Reeves. Hey, guys, I think it's like time to go play some ball. Dude, there's enough C4 on this bus to blow up the world, Ted. This is our <laughs> chance, guys. We're in the NFL. <laughs> I'm going to throw the ball not to you. for long. You're going to catch it. All right, son. Dude, son. Somehow I'm going to win a date with a girl in the process. Oh, Dude, God. you know that the Washington Redskins don't let their players date cheerleaders. That cheerleader got so <laughs> fired when she hooked up with Canoe Reeves on the replacements. No <laughs> canoe. Sheesh. Canoe. Canoe, canoe. No way. way. All right, Bill. Uh, No way. What episode (laughs) is this? This is episode number 244 of Harry Hog Football. Uh, We've been doing this for like five years plus now or something, right? No way. It's been going. Um, And we, who do we need? We need to thank people, right? Thank our benevolent sponsor. We need to think as usual, especially this week more than ever, because we may we may need legal counsel. Because if Dan <laughs> Snyder is going after a small Washington City paper, Harry Hog Football could be next. I can, so we I want to thank our that. benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services in Williamsburg. Yes, yeah, I would. I can hear the uh, commercial now. It's going to be like, "Is some podcaster you love in trouble with the law? <laughs> Are in trouble with Dan Snyder and his cronies?" And his cronies and his super tool, COO David Donovan, quite possibly the biggest a-hole in the state. In the state. In the world. The biggest a-hole in the state. 
Yeah, in uh, yeah, we might need David Lee's legal Ashburn. advice, dude. Because yeah, uh, I, I that could be slander. Although I I think anyone that's read this quote that was in the letter that the uh, Redskins, specifically David Donovan, the Redskins COO, COO and a lawyer himself, um, sent to the Washington City paper involving this lawsuit that you've probably heard about, um, where the Washington City paper put out an article that was basically a rehash of articles from all over other websites, including the Washington Post. Two months ago, and suddenly out of the blue, Dan Snyder's like, they're, they're making fun of me, I'm going to sue them. And so uh, David Donovan sent this letter to the city paper after they filed their they filed their uh, their lawsuit. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. No, says uh, quote Mr. Snyder. Uh, let me see if I can do this in like an extremely douchebag voice. Uh, Mr. Snyder is more than sufficient means to protect his reputation. We presume that defending such litigation would not be a rational strategy for you because. The cost of litigation would quickly outstrip the asset value of the Washington City paper. <laughs> End of quote. Basically, he's saying we're rich and you're poor, so you might as well just give up because we're so much better than you are. Yeah, and here's the funny thing: whether you're right or wrong, steroids or something. He needs to say that again <laughs> after he's finished with the Schnitzengruben. <laughs> the Schnitzengruben, Schnell. Uh, dude. All I have to say about that is if that was focused That's an towards, anti-Semite comment, Aaron. If that was focused towards Harry Hog football, <laughs> that comment instead of the Washington City paper, him being paid to make that announcement would outstrip the asset value of Harry Hog football. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, our uh, our benevolent sponsor actually has uh, had comment or contact with a fellow lawyer, David Donovan, last year when he was telling him why he was going to cancel his season tickets. As a uh, long-time season contact. ticket holder. We talked about that last year, uh, last off-season, because they were being such tools. Um, Donovan is the one who led the, the uh, charge to sue all the people who, uh, when the economy tanked, they couldn't pay for their Redskins season tickets. Um, didn't write them off and just cancel the order, basically, because uh, there was no one else to buy the tickets. Because the Redskins suck so bad because Daniel Snyder is still the owner of the team. Maybe that's why it all comes back. Him. It all comes back to Dan Snyder. <laughs> hey, I've got a message for Dan Snyder this evening. It's a Did very it simple in? message, Dan. If you love something, set it free. Sell the team <laughs> to Harry Hug Football for one dollar. <laughs> it may come back to you. But if it's really good, it'll come to Harry Hog Football. Come it comes back, it was probably just Johnny Rockets. <laughs> if it comes back, it was Johnny Rockets a couple hours later. Johnny Rockets, home of the schnitzel. What we need is for all his other businesses to fail, so he'll have to sell the Redskins. I don't even know what his other businesses are besides Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets, Six Flags Over America. Which is but how did he make all of his money at the ripe old age of like Six, 35? Six Flags Over Bangkok. He made money in, I, I, I want to say it's telecommunications or something. It doesn't matter. He just got lucky at the right time, which is cool. Obviously, he's a smart businessman because, you know, he made enough money to buy the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Red Zebra. And then completely destroy the team that he says he compl- that he loves and completely fleece the fans of every penny that he possibly can, even as the team is just mm-hmm. falling farther and farther beyond mediocrity 
into like Cleveland Brown, Detroit Lions territory, just being an just just being the worst team, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Being one of the worst in. organizations in the NFL from the owner all down on down. And you know what I was thinking about this week, uh, dudes? It's been no. twenty years <laughs> since we went to the Super Bowl. I actually made that statement That's right. this week to somebody. Twenty. Yeah. I was in high school. Yeah. I remember walking past John in the halls <laughs> at high school after the Redskins win, just going Redskins and holding our fists Redskins. as we walked by. Yep. After every win, all 14 of them, not to mention playoffs and Super Bowl. 20 years ago. And, you know, we all know that the team started going downhill in the mid-90s because of the whole salary cap thing. Um, happened to a lot of big teams that were good for a while as everyone got used to that and was working that out. And then, you know, Jack Kent Cook passed away and for some reason had it in his will that the team had to be sold. That was the I'll never mistake. understand why. But long story short, Dan Snyder ended up with the team, and now we're, we're just in 12 years of just terrible, terrible football, terrible football decisions by him. It all comes back to him, and it just flows downhill. It just flows downhill, and it starts with Snyder. Hopefully you won't think that's anti-Semitic as well, because he also said that the Washington City paper was anti-Semitic, as did the Simon mm-hmm. Wiesenthal Center, which is a really highly respected organization. Um, they said that this drawing that the Washington City paper had on their website was anti-Semitic as well. It was a picture of Dan Snyder, and someone doodled, doodled, devil horns and a mustache on him. That's it? And they said that was anti-Semitic. It wasn't personally even like, when I saw it. I thought it was eighth grade, dude. So it but, wasn't like you know, a, I could see how people would see anti-Semitism and eighth grades or sophomoric style humor as being the exact same thing. What? So I was I didn't see the picture, but I thought it was a um, just in my mind. I was thinking it was some kind of caricature where they maybe made his nose real huge and gave him those you know, those curls and maybe a yarmulke or something and then put the devil horns on. But you're just saying it was a normal picture and someone just drew horns and a beard on them? That's it. That's it. Here's what I have to say about that. That's all it is. You didn't see it, dude? Seriously. Maybe the judge will hold him in contempt and make him pay money. That would, it would be really great. I'm hoping it's going to come out that some people are going to give the Washington City paper some pro bono services. And, and help them defend themselves against the uh, the ultra-rich Dan Snyder, according to David Donovan. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they'll be able to beat this uh, beat this rap, and it won't cost them a whole bunch of money. Uh, and maybe they can countersue him, because it's just, it's just such a tool thing. It's such a tool thing to do. You might as well just call Dan Snyder's office the tool shed. <laughs> Dudes, he's, he needs that money, though. I mean, he's got to have rolls of something to stuff his speedo with when he vacations with Jerry Jones. With Jerry Jones. And what's up with that? That's something that I read as just like a little like end line, like a little tag at the end of one of these articles about the uh, this ridiculous thing with the Washington City paper. Dan Snyder and his family Dan Snyder and his family vacation with Jerry Jones and his family. He vacations with the owner of the Cowboys. Cut! Hold on, hold on, dude. Hold on. Let me um, let me clarify that for our listeners across the pond because we know you're listening. They go on holiday together. They go on holiday. <laughs> they go on holiday together. 
They take windy walks, apparently. Seriously, I mean, what is that about? There's no that is about Dan Snyder being a two-faced liar. If he is a lifelong fan of the Redskins, he would not be going on vacation with Jerry Jones and his family. He wouldn't even talk. There's no excuse. That in itself should be a reason that the NFL makes Snyder sell the Redskins. If That's you were, absolutely unbelievable. If you were a true fan of the Redskins and you had to go to an owner's meeting and Jerry Jones had to be in the same room, you'd be sitting in the diagonal opposite corner as far away as you could from him if you were a true Redskins fan. Oh, and, and, and I do want to do a little add-on to the, uh, the Dan Snyder devil horn thing. They also gave him a unibrow. I don't know. I, I've never thought that a unibrow on a person meant that they were Jewish or anti-Semitic. I I don't get this at all. Hey, Who's hey I don't understand. A Dude, I have a unibrow, and I'm not Jewish. Frida, what's her I, name? That artist, well, there you go. Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo, she wasn't Jewish. Yeah, she's got a big unibrow, dude. Yeah. Did he look yeah, like see, that? So, well, she I, did. I, I, Was he painting? I, it's it's almost like I don't know who's more ridiculous. David Douche Donovan and all this, this, this ridiculous thing where he's just like, we're rich and we're so much better than you. You might as well quit now. <laughs> or the Simon Wiesenthal Center, which is a internationally respected Jewish organization – um, very big on hunting down Nazi war criminals and apparently calling the Washington City paper guy anti-Semitic for drawing devil horns and a mustache and a unibrow on a picture of Dan Snyder. <laughs> I can't believe that they would even look twice at that and even give it any thought. Oh, and they, it just and they, blows my mind. I mean, internationally renowned and respected organization. What are they even doing in this? Dude. These guys, I also read in that article, were saying that they demeaned uh, Dan Snyder's wife and about the whole breast cancer awareness thing. And and the article that I read basically just said that, you know, she was a spokesperson for breast cancer awareness. And she was – it was that whole thing about when Dan Snyder was, um, you know, how much he loved the team and stuff like that. Yeah. That article, it came out. I remember when it came out, I didn't think anything of it. If anything, it made Dan Snyder look like he was a better guy than he is. I remember that too. Yeah, it, it's it's like they're trying. He's it's like his skin has grown so thin because everyone in Washington absolutely hates him now for absolutely killing our favorite football team and running it down into into the dirt. It's and and it, you know he has no friends out there. He had to fire Serato because we were about to run riot on him because of, of all the stupid stuff he was doing. And now he's like he's just looking for someone to lash out at. And just it's like he's looking at things and and seeing a completely alternate reality from the rest of us. It it's 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 gotten to the point where it's beyond description. I blame Tom Cruise. I blame this David Donovan guy. Since he like, remember Tom Cruise was hanging out with him at the football games a few years ago. David Donovan latched on to his coattails somehow. Now he's his new his new Serato right hand man. Hello. Hello? Beavis. John, Hello? what's the matter? I think John's mic must be cut now. He can't hear us. Uh oh. We're losing uh, John. Hello. Hello, John. Are you T billing something? John, are you a Cowboys be? fan? If don't if you don't answer, hey guys, I can barely barely hear you. You suddenly sounded like you're in like two rooms away. I think we need to stop and uh or pause. Why don't you call? Why don't you call us back? Just call, call us back. back oh, hey, there you are. You just got back. You just like reappeared. 
like you guys just came back in the room. We 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 were we could hear each other just fine. You must have had huh. a low connection or something. So like, I left. Continue. I think I left the room for a while. That must mean I'm anti-Semitic. No, but we were calling you a Cowboys fan. <laughs> what? Dude, cut. You and Jerry Jones uh, and your so Tito anyway, hanging out with Dan what? Snyder. I, I think we've talked enough about Dan Snyder. I think 15 minutes of Dan Snyder being a tool shed is enough. Yeah, plus we don't oh, want to man. get a cease and desist from Donovan talking about Let's how... Let's move on to something extremely interesting Donovan. and something we never would have expected this little bit of news in Redskins world this week. It'll quickly hmm. Never, ever would have expected this person would do something that he is accused of doing. Okay. Anyway, right. I'm sure David Lee has an interesting aspect on this David this David Donovan. Yeah, David, call in this week and give us your take on the Haynes worthlessness of being accused of. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if you would like to uh, to uh, put the David Lee legal minute back in for uh, episode 245, you know, I think that's a good guest segment that we that we had last time. You want to give your two cents on that? Um, maybe we'll have that next week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see. Anyway, and as, you know, I've gone. I've, legal, I've been going through this cranky Redskins fans guide to Dan Snyder. I remember reading it when it came out a couple months ago. I don't see anything in there at all that could be misconstrued for making fun of Dan Snyder's wife and her breast cancer. I just, I don't know what reality this guy is living in. I I don't know what it's it's he, it's like he's living up in the dark tower somewhere, and he he's just surrounding himself. With with the you know, I, I can't even describe how ridiculous it's getting. But he's 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 living in an alternative reality. He's not even we, thinking we, rationally we just, about things anymore. It's, it's, it makes me wonder if maybe he's starting to get a little sick in the head. I don't maybe, know. Maybe he can sell the team. We've discussed it enough. We know what people accuse him of, including drinking a low and brow. I mean, having a brow. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking a Lowenbrow. What was that Lowenbrow the- uh, theme they used to have back in the 70s, back when they actually had commercials in America? Let it be like, Lowenbrow. It, it was like Lowenbrow, and it would have like like the cartoon <laughs> Blue Bull. So anyway, oh, um, yeah, as Josh alluded to, the other word from the week is the Albert Haynes worthless. Um, Worthless. Was in a road rage incident where, and there's conflicting reports. Except the only thing I've seen that's um, standard among the reports is that the guy he was in the incident with was driving a Civic. Early to mid '90s Civic, '94 yeah. Honda Civic or something. And apparently, yeah. the dude uh, made a hand gesture at him because he was being tailgated by a pickup truck. Because he was being tailgated, and then at the stoplight, Hainsworth allegedly got out, and I guess punched him or pushed him or hit him I, in some manner and now yeah he's being yeah, accused yeah of the conflicting assault. reports are saying that uh the hand gesture i can imagine you probably called him number 1 and then at a stoplight or some stop <laughs> somewhere Hainsworth got out of the truck behind him and the guy may or may not have gotten out of his car and whatever happened from there just i don't know if there were words exchanged or what but allegedly uh allegedly Hainsworth punched him in the face, from what they say, and I think the the last thing I read was lacerated, but did not break the guy's nose. But again, this is a there are different reports on it. We've seen reports that he has been accused. We even saw a report right before we went into a recording here that a 
from the National Football Post that says Hainsworth was arrested. Um, I think it'll be I a little bit clearer. That, dude. I see that, that Hainsworth just, is not not in town and that they were going to issue a warrant next week. And right. yeah, yeah, and see, I saw exactly. There's a bunch that, of different reports coming out. I saw one that said Hainsworth will surrender to police next week. I'm like, what is that? There, if I went and punched someone is. in the face, do you think I could just call <laughs> them up and be like, here, I'll Dude, come that, in next week. Don't worry about it. Or that always happens with people who have money and, and, and high-profile people like that. It's like their lawyers are like, oh, oh, he'll he'll bring, he'll bring turn himself in. He'll surrender. He'll surrender. <laughs> at his know, leisure. His agent, his agent <laughs> did make a statement. Uh, Chad Speck told the Washington Post that Hainsworth would cooperate with the police. But his actual Speck quote also stuff. said, Albert did not assault this man and looks forward to the to his day in court to refute these ridiculous allegations. Yeah, and and right. you know we don't know. Yeah. We have not. I have not seen anything about any uh, witnesses to this. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have. So you know, to play devil's advocate, it's possible the two of them. You know, things happened and the two of them got out and yelled at each other and. Maybe the guy pushed him first and Albert pushed him back or hit him or, you know, it, it could be that he's only partially at fault or maybe not even at fault. We don't know. It could be I the mean, guy who's trying to get We all hate Albert Hainsworth very, very much. But, you know, we need to find out what the facts are before we completely say, you know. But you know what I mean? Well, wow, big surprise. But you know what? It could if be this the is word. true and he assaulted this guy in a road rage incident, there's going to be 41 million reasons why, or that 41 million dollars that the Redskins are going to get back on that contract. So that is just the window that Alan the Bruce needs to start recouping the money that Albert Hainsworth pretty much stole from the Redskins. So, um, yep. Yeah, but it could just be some guy out for publicity and noticed exactly. that Albert Hainsworth was behind them and. Exactly, it. dude. It's it's like maybe he was having words, and he was like, "Wait a minute, this guy's Albert Hainsworth. I'm going to make up a story that he assaulted me. Who and knows? Cut my nose. Like didn't break it. I imagine if Albert Hainsworth punched the guy in the nose, he would break his nose. I know one thing. If I saw Albert Hainsworth behind me, I don't think I'd want to make him mad. I saw what he did to that hmm. cowboy by stomping on his head. Stomping on his head. Yeah. So yeah, it could just be a guy trying to make a buck. Or it could be a guy trying to make a buck and he got Albert Hainsworth to snap and punch him in the face. We're going to find out sooner or later. But all I know is, number one, like I said, Alan the Bruce is just smiling because he knows he's going to get some, if not all, of that money back from his contract now because that's breach of contract, being arrested for an, an, uh, an assault. And number two, I think man, if we were going to get... Well, let me let me reiterate here, or let me let me back up here. For those of you out there, Aaron, that thought that the Raiders were going to give us a first round pick for Albert Hainsworth, man, there's no way they're going to give us any more than a second round pick now. Dude, I think he's going to end up at the Lions. I told you, dudes. If we had any chance of trading him before this, we're not. <laughs> it wouldn't matter if the draft had twenty rounds again or 24, however many there were back in the day. We're not going to get Jack for this guy. No one's going to trade for him now. He's been arrested again, or maybe getting arrested again. Another blemish on him, along with his traffic things, the uh, that high-speed chase in Nashville where he injured that guy, um, and there's a civil case pending on that. Albert Hames was just a piece of crap. 
He might be, be the biggest a-hole in Tennessee. Who raised that boy? So anyway. Yeah. What is up with that? What kind of raisin did he have? And right now his mom's listening going, I told him everything I knew. It's not my fault. <laughs> so She's probably um, right. Well, I think it's about time for a break. We're not going to go a full hour tonight. There's no way. Um, no, we're not. Uh, so we're going to take a short break, and when we come so back, we're going to give some highlights from the Pro so Bowl, because I actually watched part of it. And talk I about the upcoming NFL championship game this weekend. Um, NFL champ, the, the pro football championship game coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk Which to you one? guys. There's a big game this weekend? The, the pro football championship game. In just a minute. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. (laughs) David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Toolshed, Toolshed. Oh, how John loves the Cowboys. Snyder is a classic Cowboys fan. John loves my house, Austin. Cut. Yo, we're back. Yo, we're back. Aaron is so cut. Oh, speaking of, um, never mind, I'll bring that up later. <laughs> anyway, the Pro Bowl, if you guys didn't see it, the Redskins defense owned that game. Dude, the Redskins defense did own that game. <laughs> Josh, did you see any of it? Nope. Oh, you missed it, dude. D'Angelo Hall got Pro Bowl MVP. Yeah, totally. He won a new Cadillac. He had an interception Can for a he? touchdown, or was that a fumble for the touchdown? I forget. I think he had an inter- he had an interception, then he had a fumble. He caused the fumble and picked it up and ran it for a touchdown. Yeah. And London Fletcher had a had a uh, interception off a tip pass. I think D'Angelo nice. Hall also led the team in tackles. I think so. Yeah, it, it's funny that a game that ended up like what fifty five to forty one or something like that that a defensive player was the MVP. Well, dude, that's because the. The defense was crippled. They could only play zone. They couldn't really blitz. Like Arakpo and 
you know, all the pass rusher guys might as well just not even. Yeah, try. this is the second year in a row where Rakpo is almost just kind of standing around. Well, they can't do anything. They're not yeah. allowed. Well, the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl's a joke anyway. It's like we watch it just to get, like, we're football junkies. Like, we need that fix. This is the only reason that, that any of us watch it in the first place. I just wanted to see some Redskins make some plays, and they did. Yeah. There was and one dude, huge. We were not disappointed. There was one huge third down where the AFC, um, like late in the game, where they were trying to drive, and it was like either third or fourth down, and like ten, and they tried to run it, and out of nowhere, London Fletcher comes flying in for no gain, stops him for no gain. <laughs> London Flet- Fletcher was pumped out there; he was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he had a good time. I'm glad he got in there. But even funnier than that was Avoid the Lloyd made the Pro Bowl, and he sucked. He was dropping he was everything thrown his way. Everything. Yeah, and D'Angelo Hall stepped in front of him and got a pick in the end zone, which wasn't a great throw, but dude, Landon Lloyd, he was he looked like how he did when he played for the Redskins and had exactly zero touchdowns in two years. He didn't even try. Mm-hmm. He dropped it. I saw him drop at least two or three. I haven't seen his stats. Yeah, he was terrible. Well, this that whole Brandon Lloyd like Pro Bowl what ten touchdowns or whatever he had that was such an anomaly. He's not going to repeat it next year. The only reason he did that is because he played on a really crappy team mm-hmm. and did not have any pressure on him. It's just like oh, I'll play now because no one thinks I'm going to be any good. No one's giving me any pressure. When he was in Washington, people were like, "Well, you got signed to five million dollars a year. You're supposed to be good. What are you going to do? I'm going to catch zero touchdowns." He sucked. I make. I think the Redskins are. I'm going to have my own podcast and 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 bring up God whenever I can because it makes me look good. Except for when I'm mad and then I won't do it anymore. And and I'm going to make. I'm going to make myself a rap album of three. What three? (laughs) So anyway, yeah, the Pro Bowl was not that exciting. Good for the players to get to hang out in Hawaii and vacation. The Good NFC, for the people in Hawaii though, who will I, never I have a actually, pro team. I've actually got on the TiVo. I was saving it for one of those, like, really cold midwinter nights when football is no more. You know that stretch between now and in the spring when things start to pick up a little bit. So, <laughs> Dude, all I know is the thing that was making me really mad about the Pro Bowl is the pregame. They had, like, these... <sighs> Hula dancers? No, it was like, what did boy. I? I sent John boy some text Get about your boy here. It was like some like lame. I think it was the Goo Goo Dolls or something. They were oh, some, oh yeah, some lame. Aaron was like, "Are you watching this crap?" <laughs> and like, I was like, "No, I haven't turned it on yet." <laughs> it was like some lame ballad. I was like, "This music is supposed to get these people pumped for a football game." It might as well have been like, "Have I told you lately?" That I love you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so really strange. <laughs> and then, then after that, right? Then they go to the national anthem, and this little emo-looking dillweed dude comes out with his like wife beater on, and he's singing the na- face and eyeliner, and he's singing the national anthem with his little wife beater on. I'm like, dude, couldn't you at least wear a collared shirt to honor our country, or a shirt? We wear caps and sleeves in this league. <laughs> I know, dude. I was like, come on, this is the Pro Bowl. It's not just like your you local look like high you school just football. just walked out game. of a trailer. 
It's not that have living in a trailer is bad. All right, let me rephrase that. You look like you just watched that, walked out of a trailer after beating someone, like your wife. <laughs> Except he looked like too wimpy. Like I don't know. He just rolled out. Who, is that? Who was it? Well, we don't have to deal with that during the Pro Football Championship game because tonight's gonna be <laughs> a good night. With my humps, my humps, my humps, humps. Well, dude, that would have <laughs> been a lot guy? better than what was on there. <laughs> I know. I think – I joke about it, but I actually think that they're going to be good at the halftime show. I mean, you know, I love The Who and all these old rock and roll bands from back in the day. You know, it's, it's it, I think they're awesome, but a lot of them are really past the prime, and they're not very good at the halftime show. A lot of them can't sing very well anymore, Roger Daltrey. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, I think, maybe kind of good to have a little bit of party music in the middle of the thing instead of some old rocker, like, with his voice cracking because he can't sing anymore. Speaking of mm-hmm. Super Bowl parties, dude, I think we should jump down to this, this next point on the list here. What's that? Um, the Funny or Not, <laughs> Funny or Die list that came out today on FunnyOrDie.com, which is pretty funny. And it talks about... The 21 <laughs> types of Super Bowl fans that show up at your Super Bowl party. 21 types of people funny. to avoid. And we have already put a link to this on our website, harryhogfootball.com. Um, so you can check it out and, and not only look at it to compare yourself or compare others, but also compare yourself to the list. Because I went through and I was like, well, I'm kind of like that guy. Well, I'm kind of like that guy. Josh is totally like number Boy, one. Boy, Aaron's kind of like that guy. What'd you say, Aaron? I said you're totally like number one on there, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> you're not you're number one on there when they when Bruce came out and showed his crotch at halftime. I what? I can't wait for Bruce Springsteen to slide into my camera. Well, I was gonna say Josh John is like that. He's the one sitting here talking about the Who left and right. Dude, what's wrong with the Who? You got a problem with the who? You're sitting at home listening to Jason Beaver. That's Dude. who I think was the Pro Bowl guy, Jason Beaver. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm number seven. Seriously. Which I one go to that? New Orleans quite a bit. Who's the black block in the back guy? I think that's John. That's me. It says block, block in, the in the back. back. No, I'm one of the dudes that sits there. What is the one? Which one is it that uh, I'm trying to bring it up right now? Which one is the one that... uh? Waits for the announcers to make one stupid mistake and starts cutting on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's 13. I totally do that. Yeah, I totally do that, too. And then another one that wasn't on the list that I always find myself doing is I'll, <laughs> like, during the play, I'll call the penalty. And I'll be, like, you know, holding number 32 or holding the right guard or whatever. And then the guy right. will come out and make the announcement. And I'll be, like, told you. Told you it was on him. Uh-huh. Course, yeah, I do that too. I'm really going to try to to I go to the same Super Bowl party every year. I mean, I'm sorry, Pro Football Championship party every year. And I I try to not be that guy, but you know, after a few beers, I'll start like laughing about something and someone will be like, "What?" And I'm like, "That right tackle like totally got owned by the defensive end. You guys see that blah blah blah." And everyone's like, "What?" It's like, you know. Dude, that's cuz the majority of the people at those parties, I can't stand it when you're like it's like fourth and one. You know, some important play, and you're watching it, and some, like, douche just walks in front of you, like, on his way to the chip bowl or something. You're like, dude. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, totally. Oh, sorry, is there a football game on? Yeah, I end up, it's, it's, I think every year I end up kind of dragging my chair closer and closer to the TV. 
trying to tune everyone out. Totally. What in the hell was that? It was some like Atari 2600 sound, Josh. <laughs> it's yeah, like that I'm cheap Atari, Atari 2600 Pac-Man <laughs> that didn't look anything like the Pac-Man in the arcade. Um, I was going to say, I think that honestly, uh, I think that John, that, uh, that I'm number 18, the guy who hangs on every word the broadcasters say, praying they'll misspeak so he can ridicule them. Oh, that's 18? Yeah, yeah. That's I think all of us are, are some 18 in there. I put on the web, our website on harryhogfootball.com, I put on there that I'm a 13 with a, I think a healthy smattering of 18 and some 19 added in there. Yeah. And then I added some on for you. Yeah, you did. What were those that you added on for me? The calling the penalties before the ref. Before the announcers. I added on the uh, block in the back guy. Every time there's a right. kickoff, there's, you yell block in the back. And Every time. what was the last one? Oh, the I don't call it the Super Bowl unless the Redskins are in it guy. Yeah, oh, and truly. the guy that wears the team, his team, the Redskins, <laughs> who didn't make it to the Super Bowls stuff to the Super Bowl party. Dudes, I went to this party. We've gone to this party for three years. We're going on the fourth year now. Went to this party last year, and someone was there for the first time, and they were like, what are you wearing? I was like, I'm wearing my Art Monk jersey. They're like, who's that? Were you like, go tells home. tells you pretty much all you need to know about that person. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was just like, um, he's a Hall of Fame player from the Redskins. Like, why are you wearing a Redskins jersey? They're not playing. And I was like, never mind. I think at that point I just turned and walked towards the, uh, the table of food. The table of drinks. Yeah, and the fridge. Yeah. Well, you should have been like, well, if they were playing, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, no lie. I sure wouldn't be that. If they were playing, I'd be at the game. Oh. I wouldn't be hanging around with a bunch of tools that don't even watch football except to, like, you know, comment on the commercials and go, ha, 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 ha. But as a matter of fact, those would be a number which one is it the people that just care about the commercials number two the people that think the commercials are funny when a lot of them aren't yeah anyway i don't know anyway it's a funny article dude so you go out there and check it out because you you'll if you're if you're self-aware you'll see at least yourself and at least a few of these guys like i said and and you'll see a lot of other people as well but uh like i said to uh earlier i'm trying to be more self-aware and not be the uh the guy that talks about something that's when i know that no one else is is actually doing things like watching individual players other than the quarterback and the <laughs> wide receivers you know yeah yeah anyway more importantly the uh hall of fame vote is saturday and chris hamburger as you guys know is up for election on as a senior member and he's either in or he's out. He doesn't get it to come back up for another vote. So that's right. That's this is it for him. It, I mean, he's he's passed his eligibility. He gets a one time shot. It's a one off. He's so definitely he's in or he's in. out. He's in, dude. I hope all the stuff I've been seeing the last few days, like all it's all been articles like in the Washington area, like the post and things like that. And they're all like he should be a shoe in. It's obvious when you look at his stats and how important he was that he should have been in a long time ago, but he never won the Super Bowl. So that's basically the reason he was never considered. But, I mean, he was like nine Pro Bowls. I know. Player of the year? Defensive player of the year? Not for the NFC, the NFL? Yeah. 
I mean, this guy was a terror out there. Bunch of interceptions, too. Especially the quarterbacks. Yeah, quarterbacks. Golly. I mean, you weren't going to see him tackling, like, big fullbacks that much, but you were going to see him crushing quarterbacks and picking people off. Yeah, so... Um, so, anyway, he should be in, and we should be on the way to uh, Canton again this August. We'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be updating you guys about that and, and canoeing on the mighty uh, Tuscarawas River again. Yeah, that was fun. It was mm-hmm. cool. It was fun. So anyway, except for those chicks that we came across from the uh, the hospital from Akron, oh, they dude. were they were frightening. They were frightening. Aaron, Aaron they, were, they frightening. were frightening, and Aaron may not still have one hundred percent of his vision back from the uh, the flash of, of bright light <laughs> from the flapjack that came from their canoe. We call it the flapjacks incident. <laughs> the flapjack. Oh no, flapjack. The incident. flapjack flash. The Harry Hog football flapjacks incident. Josh, you and I were lucky enough to turn away at the last second. Poor Aaron. Yes. I still feel for We were like, and for some reason, Aaron, it was like a train wreck. He couldn't look away. <laughs> it was like slow motion. Like, Josh and I were like, no. no. And Aaron, turn away. And Aaron like, was Aaron's just frozen. Like, he couldn't move. I was frozen. <laughs> like a deer in headlights, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally Literally a deer in the headlights, dude. Yeah, well, except for that. um, (laughs) You know, and the fact that the hotel we stayed in, they wouldn't let us hook up the PlayStation 3. Um, Yeah, but it was much better than the the one from the last time. Yeah, it was. A hundred times better. It was much better than the America's Best Value Inns and Suites that had no suites. So anyway, yeah, uh, we'll let you know about that this Saturday. We should find out at 7 p.m., correct? 7 p.m., the NFL Network is having their special to announce the class. Um, I imagine Dion's going to be in, um, even though he still to this day doesn't know how to tackle. Who else is going to be going in from that group? He's going in in prime time. He's going in in prime time. Well, we can all stand up and turn our backs to him because he was never on the Redskins anyway. I would I would really hope that they would not let him in on the first time just because he's he's about as unhumble as Because he was such a – they. Well, what players? I've been hearing players this week from from the uh, the the you know the media row that's that's down there at the freezing Super Bowl in Dallas. Um, players this week they were, that played against him, they were like, "Yeah, what we did against Dion is that we every time we ran the ball, we ran it right at him, and he would run away from trying to tackle someone. They were like, he would literally run away from the tackles. Mm-hmm. Run away, run away. Yeah. So so there you go." That's all you need to know about him. It's like, yeah, he may have been able to shut down one receiver, but all he had to do was run the ball at him. So hopefully anyway. some of these Pro Bowl voters will like call him out, but you know they won't because they're all like media douches. Yeah. Especially if Troy We'll see who gets in there. Right. You know, Shannon Sharp, he might make it in this time, I think. I'd much rather all see him go in than... All the announcers will make it in. Papa. Tim Brown Papa. needs to make it in. And you know who else needs to make it in? Ed Sable, the founder, president, and chairman of NFL Films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He should be in there. Yeah. From the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field with the orchestrated music and the dun, slow dun, motion 35-millimeter film. He was... I mean, what a visionary to do all the stuff that he did with the film. It just just, just makes it so, so cool to look back at that. Um, yeah. A lot of the way that we look at the old school NFL stuff is because of him, and he definitely deserves to be in. I think he's going to make it in. Um, 
I don't know who else. Marshall Falk, maybe. Jerome Bettis, maybe. Tim Brown deserves to go in this year. It's about time for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. You, you think the bus will make it? Well, isn't this Tim Brown's like first eligible, eligible year? I think it's Tim Brown's second or third. It's Chris Carter's third or fourth. He might make it in finally. Um, Jerome Bettis, I think he's going to get in eventually because he was a really big back to get all the yards he had. He had a lot of contact. He, he definitely didn't shy away from that. Um, but I don't think he's going to make it in the first time. What? (laughs) Brent Favre is going to come back and play next year for the Redskins. What are you talking about? Brent Favre, he's eligible, though. He retired like five years ago. (laughs) And some other guys. Andre Reid played for the Redskins for a year. He's going to make it in eventually just on the sheer amount of of yards that he caught for, and he should be in eventually. I don't know about Curtis Martin, Cortez Kennedy. Curtis Willie Martin, Rove, maybe. Dude, Curtis Martin's up. Yeah, yeah, Curtis, my favorite Martin. I didn't even know he was retired for five years. I thought I had him on a fantasy football team two years. Ago. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> he hasn't been out for five you did, years. Did John? And nobody said anything. <laughs> Everyone's just like, don't, don't, don't say anything. <laughs> don't tell John. Uh, Dermonte Dawson, the center from the Steelers, might make it in defensive, uh, defensive like nose tackles and uh, defensive tackles. They really respected him and say that he was a beast out there. So we'll see. Sweet. Hopefully, what it comes down to, you know, hopefully Hamburger will get in as a senior vote, which he deserves to be. And, uh, you know, we'll get to go uh, have another good time and maybe run into uh, some of our some of our uh, friends out there like we've done in the past. It'd be great. Anyway, we got a little bit of uh, hog slop here before Josh has to go. And uh, one thing, Clinton Portis, this is interesting, put his multi-million dollar mansion up for sale. Yeah, he just wants to rent a place in Reston, apparently. Rent a place ah, to see well, if there he you makes go. the team or gets cut. I think I think he figures with the housing market the way it is, he better put it on the market now, whether it gets cut Dude, this year or next. But, yeah, but seriously, go, on, go online and look at his listing. Uh, look it up. Actually, it's on uh, the DC Sports blog, Dan Spine. <laughs> Sweet. Go go check it out, dude. The photos of his house. I don't know who chose the colors, but it's like unbelievable. It's like some of them look like Ravens colors, Vikings, uh, Bengals. So, <laughs> so how much is his house going for? I don't know. Oh wait, two point five million. I think it was two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two point five million. Must be a nice place, man. Oh, I'm actually yeah. looking at the real estate listing right now. Anyway, maybe he can... anyway, the other I'm, thing I'm we got, uh, the Redskins are still begging people like John to buy season tickets, and now they'll I even throw in this week. Kenny Chesney tickets and Notre Dame versus Maryland tickets. Yeah, man, there's, there's, they're really trying to fill those seats. Um, if you go to Redskins.com and look at upcoming events, they have Kenny Chesney listed, not listed twice, but there's like a main window and another window with him on there. Like, nobody is buying tickets to go see damn Kenny Chesney at FedEx Field, apparently. Who wants to? Or Notre Dame versus Maryland. But, you know, Army-Navy's going to sell out, probably. It usually does. Yeah. In a clo- uh, you know, as, cl- as close as they are to Annapolis. I mean, you know, they always, Army and Navy always have a huge contingent go to those games anyway. So anyway, I um, think it's actually kind of cool they're doing the Army Navy game in the DC area this year since they did it. Uh, did they have it in New York last? No, they had it in Philadelphia last year. So I, th- I think it's cool they're doing that game there. 
Except for that Dan Snyder's going to get money from it, and I don't think he deserves a red anything. cent. I hate him. And here's the uh, here's the uh, funniest uh, headline to an article that we, of course, did not read because it was from the Bleacher <laughs> Report. The 2011 <laughs> the article. Yeah. Title. <laughs> 2011 Washington Redskins, colon, 10 reasons <laughs> Rex Grossman deserves to start next year. Next season. And, yeah. And with so that, if, I, if will, you were... I will start rolling the music because... <laughs> that pretty much says everything you need to know about the Bleacher Report, people. Do we have any shout-outs this week, dudes? Hey, let's give a shout-out out to our, our man, Ron Burgundy, out in the field. He sent in some comments. You mean we'll, John Burgundy? John Burgundy. We'll get them on here <laughs> next week because yeah, Josh has he, to go. He called in asking about Perry Riley. We'll talk about that a little next week. We know that John yeah, yeah. We know that John Revenge, loves Cutting Perry No Hands 22, Cali Skins Guy, our man out in California. Bolt Skins down in uh, Tampa? Yes, sir. Let's give a uh, shout-out to um, – um, what's his name? Let's give a shout-out to the Washington City Paper for having the balls to stand up to Dan Snyder and his and his big playground bully, yeah, David I was, Donovan. I was going to say, let's give a shout-out to David Donovan Douchebag 101. Who's David been, Douchebag Donovan. Who's been on the, pod, on the uh, blog. Yeah. And, real, uh, real classy guy there, along with Snyder. I think that's about it. That about wraps it up. Um, I guess hail to the Redskins and not Dan Snyder. And if you guys see a Cowboys fan this week or Tony Romo <laughs> selling cotton candy at the stadium or snow cones. <laughs> With his hat on backwards. <laughs> Joke Joke em. Em. Ah. Jerry Jones was wearing a thong in Dan Snyder's chair. He said, hey, come over here and drink a Mai Tai with me. Because you're really a Cowboys fan. <laughs>